0: Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad to be today at ADA 2022 SmileCon here in Houston and glad today to be sitting and actually looking at my guest, Dr. Kelly Tanner. Hi Kelly, how are
1: you? I'm great. It's wonderful to be here with you and to Uh, see you in person. I know,
0: this is great, seriously. (laughs) I've got to catch up with so many great people like you. I'm very thankful for that. Would you mind just telling our audience a little bit about yourself before we dive in?
1: Absolutely. So... I started in my career when I was 17 as a dental assistant (laughs) and just fell in love with the profession, as I think many of us have and still do every day. What I mean, we are in the best profession of dentistry. We truly are. We get to serve and show up for our patients every single day, and they look to us for the answers and to the dental assistants who are serving the team as that glue, and so I went on and I became a dental hygienist. And through that time I was a dental assistant. I was temping and doing all the things. And just, you know, wanted to learn more about that human connection, what it was that really, really drove people to results. So I went back in and got my PhD in organizational leadership and business. Wow. So I could go and help teams better communicate, be more cohesive. And, you know, so I'm consulting now. I have next level dental hygiene. You can find us on Instagram, next level dh. And truly want to connect people to where they want to be in their lives. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and before we dive in, I've got to ask some of your memories of being a dental assistant. How did that kind of ground you for what was to come in your career?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Because I I got to see it from all sides. As a dental assistant, you you are truly the glue <laughs> in the practice, and you're you're the air traffic controller. You are ensuring that everyone is staying on schedule and you are the, you're the person like my, my um, podcast is called the dental handoff. And Mm -hmm. that dental assistant is such an integral part of all of that to make sure that the patient doesn't see anything behind the scenes that goes wrong. It's like a wedding, right? (laughs) So where you don't know what you, you, what you haven't seen and what doesn't go wrong. That's the dental assistant. So I just knew that it was such an important part to be able to help those individuals, every person on that team, see the insight into what each person does and to open their mind up to how each team member contributes in their own unique way so that's what I learned from being a dental assistant.
0: I've never heard it described as a wedding but I love that (laughs) I love that analogy actually because all of a sudden I'm like that makes perfect sense yes it does absolutely uh, well, let's talk about when things maybe don't go exactly right in the practice. Mm-hmm. And I know that that never happens at dental practice. I know no, it, no, I know it never does. But uh, you know, those moments when some conversations need to happen among team members or doctor with team, what what are some ways that the assistant should start those conversations if he or she sees something is going south?
1: Yeah, I always suggest go right to that individual. Well, first, if it's if it's a passionate type of conversation or an instance, always ensure that you are grounding yourself and wondering yourself, why is that bothering you? You know, what is it about that that's triggering you? Is that a trigger trauma response from you? Is that something that you need to cool off with personally? Or is it truly conflicting with your value system? So then I would say, okay, get that perspective, breathe, and then go to that person having that courageous conversation and saying when this happened, I noticed this. Yeah. And when that happened, I noticed that that could affect the patient or I noticed that that can affect another team member and not coming at them, but coming at it, coming at the situation is, I really am trying to understand, help me understand this. Because the important thing about communication it is you can communicate, but you can't always connect unless you do it correctly with that, that empathy to try to understand, to seek understanding what those decisions were and that person's reasoning to get them to why they acted in the way that they did, to seek that. And try not to, if you can, tell three other people about it. Because I think that there you go. I think that we do we all do that in the dental practice. We we want to try to seek understanding from, you know, did you see that? Do you know what that was about? But in doing that, sometimes it's creating this drama triangle. And you I understand that we're all trying to seek the understanding, but it's in fact, causing a ripple effect in the practice.
0: And and I think sometimes we seek that understanding on social media as well, Mm. and we kind of air our dirty laundry out there as well. Are you seeing that, and and should we do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to want the support, and I think we all want to be validated as humans, right? We all seek validation to say, you know, Kelly, I, I get that. I hear you, and we all want that. But that's... I think it's, it, it's important to understand, what again, what kind of ripple effect that's causing. And if you have ever an issue, go to that individual and m- perhaps it's time for you to get a mentor so you can be coached, you can be led in a different direction, that person, that sounding board to say, what should I do, what can I do? Because it's always, you're always at choice to do anything. What can I do and what should I do? What do I already have to help me make those decisions?
0: I love those two questions. How, I mean, that's something you should ask very early in yeah. this whole process, right? Yes. And, and is, do you answer those yourself? Or I know you talked about the validation being important. Is that really something you've got to answer internally, though?
1: With the validation? I think so. In, in any situation, let's just say, Kevin, that you came to me and you said, Kelly, I'm really upset about this. It's like, I hear you. And tell me more about that. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that with me. Always, because it takes a lot of courage for someone to tell you their stuff.
0: Sure, absolutely. Right,
1: and then any type of when you're when you're coming to someone with any type of conflict, which I see conflict as an opportunity for us all, but when you come to someone with some type of conflict, you're asking them, you're challenging their belief system. For sure. Absolutely. And so it's it's about it's about understanding their perspective. So that validation is saying, thank you so much for coming to me with that, and let's talk about that. And how can I and what can I do to support you where you are
0: so I want to take two different angles with that if I can because number Please. one I can tell you um, I, I'm such a big believer in personalities and, and my personality is I've it would be hard for me to have that conversation uh, if it, I'm, I'm just not that outgoing sometimes and I know there are a lot of assistants that are like I couldn't even start that conversation have the courage mm-hmm. to do that where do you find that
1: oh gosh I think where it all starts is maybe the practice manager, someone in the practice takes the lead on, okay, here's our mutual agreement. If something is bothering us, the we, how about we agree that we're going to have an an open rule that we all come come to the table with love and to, to, in that way, however it is that you want to say that, that, that we're doing this for the betterment. This is how we do. Okay you know, yeah. and to seek that mutual kindness and respect within the practice. And then, too, what I find helpful with the chart, I was talking about it the other day, is to say, okay, Kevin, if you're upset, what does Kevin look like when he's upset? Does he go internal? Does he get angry? Yeah. You know, so people can acknowledge when, when something upsets you because that's going to help them come to you and say, Kevin, I, I think that maybe I'm sensing that something is off.
0: I love that because I go quiet. I I withdraw whenever something bothers me. So if I'm an assistant and I see somebody doing that in the practice, do I take that step and say, what's going on? How can I help? Yeah,
1: just say, I'm sensing that something may be off. Are you okay? Okay. Just always, are you okay, you know, as a human? Yeah. And I think we all want that, to say, I'm noticing something's wrong. How can I support you? Is there anything that I can do?
0: And and then I'm going to flip it on you because I know sometimes if I come to you, you may not give me the answer that I want. Whatever I say, this is bothering me, you know. How do I take that if somebody doesn't agree uh, with what I've said or kind of blows it off uh, that I'm just making something up,
1: maybe? Okay. Well, it's their responsibility to ask, I think. If if I – it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. So if we're in a relationship, friend-wise or – We're working together. It's my responsibility to come to you and say, are you okay? That's what relationship is about. And whether you give me the answer that's true for you, that is on you. But at least you know that I've identified that and I care about you. So I've done my part. True. And it could be that it's totally, you're not even telling me what, (laughs) you're telling me something you think I want to hear. But you as an individual, at least you know I've asked you and I've acknowledged the fact that something is not going on. Because that something's not right. So I think all of us in the office, we can, it opens up potential for the deeper meaning of what's truly going on. Because sometimes it starts a conversation and you're seeking understanding to try to understand the angle that someone's coming from. So even if you don't give me that answer then, perhaps you walk away and you you process it and you say, you know what, that was my opportunity to really say something. And you do come back later. It may be a week, it may be, 10 minutes but at least you knew that i cared enough to ask yeah and i validated you as a human just knowing that something was off
0: and, and i guess if you have that acknowledgement in the practice that it's an open it's an open book yes. you know coming together with love which I, I love that you say that or however you all phrase phrase in the practice I, I think that that's something that can set the groundwork if it's a conversation that happens five days later or five minutes later either one
1: yeah and just the doctor, owner, whoever's going to lead that conversation, also saying, you guys, what can we do different? Because I'm sensing some something that's going on. I'm yeah. sensing something. What can we do? How can how can we support you in that practice? And Because I think a lot of people go in thinking that they know what's wrong, but they don't really know what's wrong. Because sometimes what's wrong is the practice owner. It's the dentist. There it's another yep. person in the practice. And yep. so if you're opening that up, then maybe people are more likely to talk about it
0: and that's one thing that I've seen so many practices is the assistant may have a problem with the dentist but the assistant talks to everybody else about it besides the dentist and then it turns into a team versus dentist or assistant versus I thing and I think that we've got to be willing to say from the very start I have this problem we need to talk about
1: yeah and, absolutely
0: and, and what if the dentist doesn't want to Be that leader be that part of everything I know there are so many dentists out there who just want to they want to do their job they want to leave they don't want to be the HR manager or anything else and and I know several assistants work in a practice like that what's your advice to them to maybe help him or her become that leader who needs to be a part of this or do they
1: well I think it's I think it's helpful to understand when you enter into a practice the kind of like for lack of a better word, the food chain, like the chain of command and who you go to with issues. Like if I can't resolve it with you, who do I go to in that instant? Is okay. it office manager and then office manager or whoever that person is? Who talks to the doctor about it? Like what is that, what does that look like? How do I resolve a concern? Mm-hmm. How do I make things better? Because you're exactly right. Sometimes doctor just wants to do do what they do yeah. and do their magic. But then how do I grow as a professional? How do I, how do, I, I mean, that's not a relationship if you can't do that. True. And you, we are working so closely side by side each other every single day. These are complex pieces of information that we want to communicate. And if we feel like we can't get that, you're not gonna be able to keep your team. So as a doctor owner, try to figure out what that looks like in your practice and encourage people of the right process to go through to to make them feel heard, validated so they can Come to some type of resolve and understanding.
0: Is this something where the the agreement of love? And I keep going back to that because I love the sound of that. But is that something that takes place at the morning huddle? Is it set aside at a different time? When when are these things talked about? uh, You know, in in the practice during the course of a busy day.
1: Yeah, I would say so. When you're before you're even hired, you know, it's it's what that. It's what that practice does. It's like how they show up as their brand. It's the place that you want to work. Oh, you got a job at that office? That's awesome. I cannot believe you got to work there. Because people know that about your practice. So it starts even before you ever start working there. And then during that interview process that this is how we do. This is our brand here at this practice. This is what we're about. And then take it down into that morning huddle. Because in a morning huddle, you can see who hasn't had enough sleep because their hair looks all whack doodle um, Maybe they have a child that's been up all night. All night. Um, so it's a great time to say, how can I support you? And say, five minutes, how's everybody doing on a scale of five today? I've, I'm on a three, man. My my kid was up all night. Okay, how can we support you today yeah. when you need to take that phone call from the doctor's office? And that is it's just as simple as that.
0: You know, and, and, and again love that is that something when the assistant is sitting there in the hiring process should he or she ask about how the doctor would handle something yes absolutely
1: okay yeah so you can understand it that's great yeah so you can understand it and because we I think a lot of times when we don't know how to fill in the gaps we try to guess what's right and then it ends up nothing gets done about it and then you build up resentment and then by that time it's way too late to do anything about it. And you've lost another team member, a really great team member, when all it was was a conversation.
0: And I'm really glad you brought that up because I know so much has changed since the pandemic in terms of hiring and staff issues and things along that line. Have you seen there be more conflicts because of new people coming in and maybe not understanding the culture or yes. is that something that's existed long before we knew COVID It's nine?
1: existed but now it's that they're coming in you have the season team who's there I mean I was just consulting with a doctor last week she's I was I was speaking with her I met her at the Virginia Dental Association meeting she comes up to me and she says half of my team is still there half I'm bringing in new hires my existing team is hired and they don't they don't have the energy to keep training the new yeah. folks and they just they just want them to be like okay you got it and but the new team needs to be mentored along and helped along so how do you navigate that and how do you support your existing team where they are and then bring in new team to make sure everybody is melding well it all comes down to communication if you can communicate you can usually get through it because that's what relationships are about that's true absolutely. you can't be married and not communicate no absolutely <laughs> right there you got that right
0: you know, it, it, it's one thing that that actually my wife and I talk about so much is that there are so many team members now coming into a practice that have previous experience at other practices, and it's that whole well, we didn't do it that way here. Yeah. How does how do you see that transition in terms of communication? If if you see an opportunity maybe to do something better in the practice, but that's not the established way in that practice right now.
1: So that's a great question. I love that question, and this is the same for any organization. That you, that you work with. If you go from your existing position and you take a job somewhere else and it's not even in dentistry, it's help me understand, you know, what, what got you to that decision and why it is that you do that. Do it. I love, I always say, I love to learn. Help me understand, like, what you guys are doing and how you made the decisions to get you here because you don't know all the things that they have tried and perhaps it's that you can learn something too from that. And it helps you appreciate what it is that they are doing so you can grow and learn. But if it's something that you don't necessarily agree with that you think is wrong, that's, that's kind of butting up against your own value system, I think that needs to be a conversation too. Okay
0: you know there's a lot of conversations i think that need to be had and there are experts like you thankfully out there who can help so i always i always ask at the end how can they get a hold of you how can they learn more about some of the resources that you provide
1: yeah thank you for the for the question so you can find me on next level dental hygiene it's next level dental hygiene leadership so we empower hygienists and teams it's not just Good. about the dental hygienists it's about teams we have a whole section we have we just released Uh, five courses the five leadership essentials for dental teams for dental professionals so you can go on there they you can purchase them individually you can buy them as a bundle it's a little bit less expensive and it goes through how you resolve conflict how do you find your true north how do you find uh, how to overcome some subconscious bias and remove that filter from your conversations when you think you know what someone else knows. I mean, it's you've you've just made a decision for them, and they have no idea what you're thinking. You're you're not you're not doing yourself any justice because you need to take up your own space in this world. It's important that you take up your own space. So, next level dental hygiene, also on Instagram, next level DH, and also Facebook.
0: And, and I love the fact that because I know so many assistants become hygienists at some point in their yeah. career, and I love that there's somebody like you out there who has that transition already and maybe can give advice on what to do what to expect what what not to do even
1: yeah so if you you're again dental assistants are such a critical part of the team and we need you and we just appreciate what it is that you do for the profession every member is a critical member in the dental team absolutely and so even if i'm here for you you know we you have a support system in all of us and just know that you can always reach out
0: you know, that's what I love so much about doing this podcast. Is I bring people on, and there are so many people that have that heart for dental assistants. And say what yeah. you just did. They matter. They, you know, there's no such thing as just an assistant. Oh they, no. They're so critical to everything that goes on in the practice.
1: One hundred percent. It's we, the practice couldn't run without them. Well
0: thank you for being on today. It's great to actually look I at know, you while Kevin. we have this conversation. I know. You have a
1: whole body. You're <laughs> not just a Zoom God. head. <laughs> exactly.
0: Thank God. I'm so tired of Zoom heads. I know. You know it, it's
1: <laughs> it's a, There's a time and place for it, but in person at SmileCon is amazing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and so thankful to the ADA for having us here yes. to do this live. Thankful to those of you who stuck around and actually listen to this podcast here live. We appreciate that as well. Uh, Kelly, thanks again. Thank you. And thanks to all of you who listen to this episode. Make sure you are checking back on some of our archives. We are always trying to hit the, the issues that are hot for dental assistance, the issues that matter in your career, make you uh, can help you have a better day. But until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off and as always reminding you that together we rise.